to mama.com You might not go to hell Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 81. It's April the 6th, 2008, the third Sunday of Easter. Hello, Dave. Good morning, Reiner. How's things in lovely Kentucky? Oh, they're warming up. Are they? That's good. That's good. You feeling filled with the Lord today? Not particularly. How about you? (laughs) No, I'm filled with popcorn right at the moment. Popcorn. Hmm. Yeah. That was my breakfast. It is later. I've already had lunch, Dave. You have? Damn. (laughs) So what are we going to talk about today? No idea. No idea. All right. Well, here's... I I have one theme that I thought was interesting in the gospel. Here's what I think. The gospel. The gospel. The walk to Emmaus. That's right. I think the main thing that's kind of interesting to me about this thing is that this idea that Jesus could be walking right next to you and you might not recognize him. That happens more than once. Does it? After the resurrection, yes. You mean somebody else besides these guys has has the same problem? It does indeed. Huh. I think the first time, you know, they talk about this, how the women went to the tomb, and one of them saw Jesus and thought he was the gardener and said, do you know where he is? And he says, Mary, and she goes, oh, my God. Mm. Kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. And then there was the other time when uh, they were fishing because the apostles said, we're screwed. All right, enough of this Jesus stuff. Let's go back to fishing. Right. And he's on the shore cooking fish or something. And, and they didn't recognize him. Nobody asked him who he was. And I think somebody told Peter, hey, it's the Lord. And he went, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, there were several occasions of that happening. So what do you think that's a metaphor for, or what do you think that means? How come they weren't recognizing him? Well, you know, they didn't recognize him in the first place as who he was, so... <laughs> they didn't recognize that he was God for, or Messiah or whatever. Exactly. They, you know, some the disciples did, sort of, but they wanted him to you know, start a war with the Romans or something. Right. And yeah. There wasn't really an accurate recognition, and and then the whole, you know, synagogue and the Sanhedrin didn't recognize him, and many people didn't, and I don't know. I would think he'd get a complex after a while. <laughs> hey, it's me. Maybe he was hiding on purpose, Dave. Oh, you think so? Yeah. No, I'm be. just, you know, postulating random things. <laughs> he could be waiting his time, you know. Maybe, or... We sort of had this talk a while ago. It was, I think, on the Easter thing where they said, you know, he didn't have a major news event. He just went to the people he'd been hanging with and passed on this good news, you know, person to person rather than on a billboard. Right, right. So maybe that was the whole thing all along. That's really what he wanted to do. That you need to spread the word through relationships with other people? Hmm. I don't know. It could be. That could be. Rather than the big showy thing. Perhaps. 
But I was also thinking how how we don't recognize God in other people. You know, just just in the people that we come into contact with. Just as a an analogy for today, you know, that we we don't really see God in others a lot. We see them as their personalities, or we see them as how they relate to us, or what they are to us, or what they aren't to us. But we don't normally recognize, I don't think, in day-to-day you know, contact with people that that's what we're seeing. That's true. Bum comes up to you in the street and asks you for spare change. You don't say, it's Jesus. All right. <laughs> you go, this guy's going to get drunk if I give him money. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's true we don't. But maybe that would affect how we treat others. If we did. Perhaps. But then you've got, well, I yeah, probably, but what do you do with those people who will then take advantage of you? Mm. I mean, yes, we should have a world that we don't have to worry about this stuff in, but it's not the one that we have, so mm-hmm. how do you get from here to there? Well, I wonder how it, does that imply if you if you recognize the divinity in everyone, would that necessarily mean that you wouldn't see their humanity as well and just have to deal with that? Like it, it can you walk that that line where you would see that this person, you know, has God in them, but you know that they also might rip you off, and you got to be careful. But by the same token, you have to recognize that they're. A child of God, and you know, Jesus is within them, and God is within them. Can you do both things? Is it possible? No. <laughs> That's the wrong answer. Oh. So, then, in that case, yes. Then yes. Oh. You can do it. <laughs> but isn't that isn't that isn't that what we're called to do, in a way? Yes. It's hard to do, though, Dave. Especially when someone's annoying you. Or, you know, you're in a bad... Somebody's already annoyed you, and you're just... Or they're just being stupid, or they're not doing any of this themselves, and Mm. you're giving it all away. You're throwing, you know, your pearls before swine. Right. I mean, you're not supposed to do that either. What does that mean? Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know how that would work. Uh, maybe you're maybe you're really are supposed to, because maybe there aren't any swine when you get right down to it. Maybe there's swine-like behavior more than that they are swine. Well, that's the eternal question, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, and who is my neighbor, Dave? <laughs> That's right, the, the whole 70 times 7 thing. All that, and, you know, my enemy and uh, anybody can be nice to their friends. I'm telling you to pray for your enemies and be right. good to them. And, right. But that's all very difficult things to do, Dave. I know. So how do we go about doing them? What do we need in order to, to do those things? We don't want to do those things. It's hard. <laughs> You're right, we don't. I know what we do. We do them later. 
Oh, yeah, like, I'll do that the next time. That's right. Uh-huh. As long as we have a plan and we're going to do it later, then everything's okay. Right? Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. To- what was it? Domani, domani, domani? Propo domani? The day after tomorrow? Uh, what, what's always sempre, dom- sempre domani? Right? Sempre domani, yeah. I was thinking more of uh, St. Macbeth. Creeps in his petty pace from day to day. I don't know. Hmm. Or Hamlet or something. I forget. Oh, it was one of those. I don't know. I'm not up on my Shakespeare. Yeah. So what were your thoughts, Reiner? I didn't really have any. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. This is what I thought. I mean, you got your standard um, tagline from this reading, which is, we're not our hearts burning within us when he spoke to us on the way. And you go that yes, I can tell it was I mean I didn't recognize him but I knew it in my heart. We're not our hearts burning within us. That's the standard, you know. So they had a feeling even though even though they didn't recognize him. Yes, they felt more alive mm. and engaged and everything and they but they didn't recognize him until the breaking of the bread. Wow. And then their eyes were opened. But that's not what struck me, because I've read this a lot of times. Mine was, yet to the end, and it said, um, so then they went back to Jerusalem after this, and they found gathered the eleven, and those who were with them. That just seemed odd to me. The eleven. Why not? Oh. Oz goes to eleven. No. Why would it not be twelve? Because Judas had killed himself. Killed himself. Yeah, but it was always the 12, you know? Ah, like yeah. This, and found together the 11. Oh, wow. I went, hmm. That's, it's not often that you see 11, because even soon after this in the Acts, they, you know, go vote themselves in another 12 one again. So. Who 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 replaced Judas? Matthias. Really? Yeah. They drew oh. straws. They had a couple people, and they drew straws and let God pick him. Interesting. So they wanted to keep that number 12, huh? I guess. 12 is sort of a perfect number to them, sort of. Yeah. And I guess if Jesus picked 12, that's how many there should be here. Hmm. Now, now I'm just making stuff up, of course. <laughs> As opposed to normally when I have. <laughs> normally we're just like issuing forth pearls of wisdom and absolute truth. Exactly. That we have deep, you know, uh, deeply, um, you know, Researched and, and have factual backing. No, never. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Not, nothing but the finest research is done for this program here on MomMog.com, MomMog exactly. Radio. You got it. So, what does this have to do with April Fool's Day? <laughs> was that this week, really? Yeah. Um, it was Monday? That, okay, that's really the answer, then, Dave. You've come up with it. I have. Yes, that's why Jesus. They didn't recognize him. He was wearing a disguise. Trying to fool. Did he have like a Groucho, one of those Groucho like that's mustache? It. Mm. And they were, he was trying to get him to do bad things. Ah. Uh. And then he said, April Fool's, it's me. He went, whoa. <laughs> and then he poofed, disappeared from their sight. What a kidder. Well, I know, he's just a funny guy. <laughs> Glad you figured that out, David. It went right over my head. You know, mine like a steel trap here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
have a question for me. Are there jokes? Did, did Jesus tell any jokes in the Bible? Was there ever kidding around? Kidding around. Any jokes? There are some jokes, but I forget what they were. Um, now, Jesus told the jokes or somebody else? I don't think there's any jokes, Dave. How no? could those arch-conservative, you know, people keep their, you know, morose demeanors if there were actually jokes and frivolity? Do you think there might have been jokes in there that they took out, like the Council of Nicaea? Yeah. I think there were. See, I wish they had left those in. There are some jokes, actually. Really? Yeah. They're kind of, uh, you know... Side-splitting laughter? No, they're in-jokes, mostly. Oh, really? Yeah. We usually don't get, but I think there are some in there. I don't know. I think we should research that for our next show. We should do that. Jokes. Jokes in the Bible. I bet there's not too many in the Old Testament, though. Oh, sure they are. The, the Bible really? opens with a joke. What do you mean? It's about baseball. Tell me. Mm, that's what? the first line of thing in the beginning. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what was the beginning? Hmm? Was that the seventh inning or the eighth inning? or? I don't know, the one where they got all the home runs. <laughs> God hit a home run? In the, in the beginning, God hit a home run? It's hard to tell if he was the pitcher or the batter, you know. Mm. Maybe he struck them all out, and that was the That could game. be. There was a lot of smiting and smoting, so maybe there was Indeed. striking, too. Could be. But the real question, Reiner, is... What does this have to do with foosball? Yes. What? Um. Wow. We didn't talk about the other readings, by the way, either. Shouldn't we? We don't really care. Shouldn't you? Should I care or should I talk about them? <laughs> should you? Well, should you talk about them? I don't. You know what? I I looked at the first reading. It was from Acts, and it said Peter said all this again. That's really interesting. I didn't even notice that. So the theme of the whole mass is eleven, because it says then Peter stood up with the eleven. That's how it opens. I'll be damned. I didn't even see that. So so there was there was two things with eleven in here. Exactly. Even though if he stood up with the eleven, oh, so this was after they replaced. Um, it could be two. this is Acts chapter two. They might have replaced him in Acts one already. Hmm. I forget where that happens. We could look it up. We can re- we'll pretend like it happened already because he's okay. That makes more sense. But see here, I think this is I I I don't buy this Peterishness about this. No, I think they're attributing it to Peter because he was like the king. He was the main main man. Yeah, by then I think this is some insertions here because I don't think that Peter was this um, erudite, you know. Right. This is quite a you know expository paper here, hmm. and I don't think Peter didn't talk that way usually. He's a fair, he usually said stupid things and swore. Right, he was more down to he was more earthy kind of guy. No, I think this is something that was being attributed to him. That's what I thought about this. Mm. I thought he I thought he would tell some more jokes. Than, I'm looking for these jokes. Yeah, I know. So, how many apostles does it take to screw in a light bulb? They didn't have any light bulbs. They... We got to work on that one. You know what we'll do for next week is we'll come up with a few jokes. 
How about that too? I, I have a whole. Okay. You have a whole thing. Of, but, I have a whole book of. Was that in the Bible? Okay. I, I can find that book maybe. That's going to be our theme next week. Oh man, Dave! I don't know. Come back, everyone. It's going to be funny next week. <laughs> <laughs> not not lame like this week. It's going to be funny next week. I know what you mean. <laughs> you know exactly what I mean. All right. So, anyways. Um, so the first thing we got that eleven thing, and this is not from Peter. And it, it, it seems like a big sell job here. Like, what, what's he doing here? What's the point of this first reading? They're proselytizing. Yeah, that's what. I, that's like, yeah. You know, he's just. Uh, he's trying to like set the. Looks like he's trying to set the. Uh, um, bona. What's it called? Bona fides or bona fides? Like why you should believe and that kind of thing. Does it feel that a little bit to you? No. Yes, it's like they're trying to, you know, this this seems like some promulgation from the mm-hmm. Office of Divine, whatever, <laughs> evangelization or something, doesn't it, rather? Oh, you mean from the early church, their Office of uh, Evangelization? Perhaps. Or something. Hmm. I don't know. Well, it left me cold. I don't know. I um, I was more interested in the in the gospel, I think. Now the second reading, let's see. It's also allegedly from Peter. And again, he's being real hardcore. It says you should conduct yourselves with reverence during the time of your sojourning. See, that says says he doesn't like jokes. (laughs) I thought Peter had a good sense of humor. I know, that's what I'm saying. We're missing stuff here. Now, he also said here, I, I highlighted this for some, realizing that you were ransomed from your futile conduct handed on by your ancestors. So, what does that mean? You were ransomed. Oh, because you were like, you were imprisoned by your, by the conduct of your ancestors. So if and you're ran- taught you, it's like your, you know, parents taught you to drink heavily and so you, oh, yeah. you were stuck in there or something. Oh, but doesn't that happen? It does. I think it happens. I think the stuff that happens with people, it happens like across generations, not just their parents. It's like, we're talking several generations back. Yes, it's like in your blood. It is. got to be aware of these things. I mean, if, you know, you could say that's the good news, that you can be saved from that. You say, well, I'm destined to be a drunken sailor. And you go, mm-hmm. no, no, I can save you from that. If you conduct yourselves with reverence. Oh, God. <laughs> so even without getting therapy, huh? I don't know. It doesn't say that. <laughs> They don't mention therapy, Dave, and you well, might need it anyway. They might need it, and that, that could be part of That could be know. the ransoming part. There's a lot of money you got to give to those people. <laughs> give me my mind back, please. May I, right. may, I, may I act like a rational human being? Get here, I'll give you this money, and give maybe... money. Yeah. And it's always, you know, oh, in two or three years, just keep giving me the money. <laughs> we might be able to get you through this. So. I know. I've been in that world. I understand. I know. It's all about the cashola, buddy. Cashola, and then you'll be happy. They're selling happiness. They're selling, you know, I'll I'll take away your pain, your emotional pain. That's what's being sold. I don't know if it works, though, because, you know, other stuff comes along. You get one thing taken care of, more shit happens. Then where are you? More money. More money. More therapy. I want something cheaper. That's why people drink beer instead, David. It's cheaper. I thought, I thought you were going to say that's why they go to church and pray. They don't do that. Come on. Oh. 
Besides, even if they did pray, it would still be... No sex for you. That's true. Yeah, there ain't much sex in these readings, I don't think. Well, not so much in the New Testament anymore, but... I don't know. There is sex in the Old Testament. Yeah. Maybe they had more sex in the Old Testament. <laughs> Maybe, Dave. Maybe they didn't, like, you know, fret, fret about it in the Old Testament as much. Maybe they but, were having it in the New Testament, but just didn't mention it. So yeah, I guess we st we stopped talking about it in the New Testament. I don't know. That's That doesn't happen. Come on. People still talking about it today. It's all they can talk about. It's all we care about. It's the main drug, I think, in this culture. I don't think it's booze. I don't think it's. I think it's sex. Sex is the main drug. But what sex is a replacement for love. That's the thing you're missing there, Dave. Love. Yeah. How does that connect with this sex? I don't well, get it's it. It's supposed to be in theory, but we really? replace it with it. Wow, that is a concept. It's a concept. I'm gonna have to try that sometime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. People still keep confusing them all the time. I guess it happens. Sex and love together. Right? <laughs> Occasionally. <laughs> you know, the problem is, a lot of people, sometimes the people that you're sexually attracted to, they're, they're exactly the people that you're going to be kind of incompatible with on a, you know, a regular basis. So not that you can't love them, but you, you may not be able to like them that much. I mean, that does happen. Yes. Don't you think? Yes. I watch Sex and the City on TV, you know, uh -huh. always hooking up with people Bad boys. can't live with or something. Right. Maybe that's because they're afraid of intimacy. Oh, they're not on that show. <laughs> I, I, you mean, I don't mean, you mean personal intimacy. Personal intimacy. Not physical intimacy. Not, no, they're obviously not afraid of that. But okay. um, maybe that's why they have these incompatible because they really don't want to get close to somebody. Yeah, so I just give them sex and then they forget about it. Mm -hmm. So that I'm actually hiding the intimacy with the sex. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should do that, Dave. Hide intimacy? <laughs> what? I'm confused. Uh, well, you know, rather than just have no sex for you, we can just have sex and not be intimate. But that, but we have to be a, a, a moral beacon for other people listening to this show. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. We have to aspire to higher values than that, Reiner. That's right. We need to suffer. Well, they said that. Didn't they say that in the first reading? Yeah, I didn't. You guys are going to suffer? That's right. Well, we're, we're already partly there then. That's true. Yeah. So I think we've got to finish strong now since this has been kind of a depressing show. <laughs> Okay. Good luck with that. Oh, um, yeah, okay. So, so um, um, anyways, I think we're done, and I think y'all uh, go out there and realize that Jesus may be in that cab driver or maybe in your mother-in-law or your father-in-law or your kids or somebody's just annoying you or um those telemarketers and maybe maybe it will be revealed in the breaking of the bread exactly wow. amen amen all right everybody have a wonderful week 
It's April. It's spring somewhere. It's spring here, Dave. Oh, that's good. And it's uh, Easter season still, so. Carpe diem. <laughs> yes. All right. We're done. You can make it. Shoot it. Mommog.com.